Welcome to the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. This is the number one podcast designed for millennial women who want to grow in their knowledge of God so we can all walk in the fullness of authentic power. I'm your host, Amashala Victoria Wallaby. If you're ready to go on this journey with me, then let's get started. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Good Medicine for the Soul podcast. I'm super excited to be here. It's a lovely Wednesday morning. The sun is shining and I'm just so grateful to the Lord for giving us this beautiful earth to enjoy. And on today's episode, I want to draw your attention to something that you may not be aware of, the power of your authority. I want you to understand it is my intention with this episode that you understand what the the authority that you have and what that means for you living a victorious life as an individual that is submitted to Christ, that is under the covenant of the blood of Jesus, right? So I want you to understand that because a lot of us do not really understand that this is accessible to us. And then we go around and let people just mess with us or let the enemy mess with us without knowing that we have the ammunition in our arsenal to 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 handle certain things that we go through or suffer needlessly for so today's episode i want to draw your attention to the authority that you have and the first uh, reading i'm going to be taking from romans chapter 13 verse 1 and it says let every person be subject to governing authorities for there is no authority except from god and those that exist have been instituted by god okay for us to understand what is going on here where it says for there is no authority except from god let's look at matthew 28 verse 18 and jesus came and said to them all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me you see here that it kind of reinforces what we just read now in Romans 13 verse 1, where it says, let every person be subject to governing authorities, for there is no authority except the authority that comes from God, than that even the authority that exists on earth has been instituted by God. And Jesus is letting us know that that authority, that authority that belongs to God, all of it has been given to him. Jesus came and said to them in Matthew 28, 18, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Who gave it to him? God gave it to him because Romans 13, 1 tells us that there is no authority except the authority that comes from God. Now, if we go a bit further, if we look at, um, if, you, if we look at Mark and it says here, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, why are we even talking about all these things? How are we able to achieve all these things, right? It is because the answer lies in Luke ten nineteen, which says, Behold, I have given you authority to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. You see why in Mark it says these signs will accompany those that believe. Those that believe in Jesus 
in my name, in the name of Jesus, they will cast out demons. They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them. They will lay their hands on the sick and they will recover. Now, this Mark 16, 17 to 18 is a loaded scripture because we can apply it both literally and metaphorically. Literally means, literally, you will be able to cast out demons in the name of Jesus, speaking new tongues. You will pick up serpents with your hand, and if you drink deadly poison, it won't hurt you. Now, serpent here means you have the authority to shake off whatever the enemy tries to wrap around you. That is what I mean by we can apply the scripture both literally and metaphorically. Now, before we even go ahead, for us to really understand what we're talking about here, let's look at the word authority. And what it means right so authority is the power to give orders and make decisions right it is the power or the right to direct or control someone or something look at it this way right it we all live in in countries where in most countries nowadays there, there is a democracy now in order for you to understand the distinction between power and authority you need to look at it this way um when we look at you need to look at it this way authority is that legitimate power right over a group of people of people right it is the legitimate power over a group of people right like i said in a civil or a democratic country or state right it is practiced in such a way where you have the authority holds in the judicial branch and the executive branch of government right in order to exercise governance right so most people use the words authority and um, power synonymously but that's inaccurate because the term authority identifies political legitimacy which grants and justifies a ruler the right to exercise the power of government and the term power on the other hand is the ability to accomplish an authorized goal either by compliance or obedience right so authority is that power to make decisions and the legitimacy to make such decisions legally right so now looking at it in terms of we in countries in democratic countries right we have elections right what we are doing is we the people we the citizens have the power we hold power and what we do when we elect people into government is we give them authority we convert that power we give them a higher form of the power that we have collectively as authority so they now hold a legitimate power over our own power right it is a higher form of power but we gave it to them okay we gave them that power by electing them into office into to say government right so that that power is legitimate they now have the right they have the legal right to grant and justify right whatever rules that they are that, that is what authority means. Authority means they have the legitimate power now over us. But we gave them that power. And our power is not entirely taken away. Our power remains in the ability that we then comply with what the authority has set in place. Okay? We comply and we obey. Okay? So it doesn't mean we lose our power. It just means we have designated the power in a higher form in the form of authority. 
Now, let's go back to the scripture where it says, where it says that we should all be subject to authority for there is no authority except authority that comes from God. And Jesus came and said to them, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, right? And then he gave us the authority. Now, Jesus now says in Luke 10, 19, behold, I give you, remember, the authority belongs to God the Father. Every form of authority belongs to him. He then gave full authority of the heavens and the earth to Jesus while Jesus was here. Now, Jesus comes now and says in Luke 10, 19, behold, I give you the authority to tread on serpents and scorpions. This is a metaphor. And over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. So there are two things here. I want us to dissect this scripture. It says here, the enemy does have power. No doubt. We give it to him. The enemy has power. Jesus is not even disputing that fact. Okay. But now this is what it's saying. That he has given you the authority because most times the enemy comes in the way of a serpent or scorpions in their character right so they may not necessarily appear as a physical snake or scorpion but you need to go study the character of a serpent and a scorpion for you to understand what jesus is saying here a serpent will creep up on you when you don't even when you're not looking right a scorpion will sting you in an instant right that is how the enemy operates and that is why jesus here is telling us that that authority that the father gave him, the totality of the authority, now he's giving us authority now to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall hurt you. Look at it this way. Imagine for a moment that you are driving your Lamborghini or Ferrari. You just bought this really dope car and you're doing like 120 on the freeway. And the police officer waves up a baton and says, stop that car. Okay. You, you have the power, literally, to crush, to run him over and say, oh, like, get away from here. I'm enjoying my ride. Go away. But you dare not. You dare not run him over. He doesn't have a gun. All he has is the baton. And you in your flashy Ferrari V8 power, horsepower engine, whatever it is, or be it a, a, a big truck, whatever it is, you have to stop when he says stop. Why? Because he has the authority to do that. In that moment, you have the power. You are in this fast car or this big truck or whatever. You could literally run him over, but you dare not. Because if you do, the, the, the government, you will see that in less than a few minutes, you have hel helicopters circling around. You become the wo most wanted in the country if you dare run him over. That is the, the difference between when you have authority and power jesus did not even bother with explaining the power jesus says forget about that you have the authority it means you are in government you have the authority to decree and declare what you want to see and what you do not want to see and you have the authority to teach these demons a lesson about who i am about about the nature of who i am so when the enemy tries to mess with you you need to understand that you do not negotiate the terms of your release with the enemy you actually enforce that authority that has been handed over to you and you tell the enemy back off you are not having my children back off this is my destiny you have no power here back off 
and the enemy will back off as long as we are submitted under Christ. Our authority is only effective when we are still submitted under Christ. That makes it a legitimate form of authority. If there's a coup, right, and somebody forcefully takes power, that is not a legitimate form of authority. They have forcefully taken it. And that is why Jesus gave us that authority because the enemy forcefully took that power. And when Jesus came and died on the cross, he says, look, I have come back and I've held captivity captive. And now I have given you all authority to trample over them. They still have the power, yes. But now you have the authority to tell them where to back off, to tell them where to stop, to tell them what to do because you are in charge. And that is the authority you have as a child of God. Enough of sitting down by the wayside and feeling sorry for yourself. The devil does not respond to a pity party. No, 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 no. He does not. The devil is so wicked that if he sees you down, he'll kick you some more. That's how, that's the nature of the enemy that we're dealing with, right? But Jesus has said, you have the authority and the power. There are times when I'm, when I'm just in a place where I'm so frustrated and I remember, wait, why are you frustrated? Why are you feeling like this? Because you have the authority to handle the situation now. And when I rise up, when I rise up in that understanding, my prayer is different. And when I pray that prayer in that frame of mind, my results are very different as well. So I want to encourage you today to understand and start to walk in this authority that the Lord has given you already. Because it belongs to you. You are in charge. You are in governance here over your life not the enemy. And when you understand this truth, you become armed and dangerous. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And until the next one, keep on shining. Okay, family, let's face it. We've all felt pain. We've suffered the losses. You know what it's like to want something so bad, but not see a part to its accomplishment. The question, however, is, do you know how to pick yourself up and move on despite what has happened? This is what I share with you inside of my new book, Good Medicine for the Crushed Spirit, a practical guide to helping you find purpose when adversity strikes. Inside this book, you will find personal stories, relatable biblical tales, and anecdotes that prove you are never alone in your despair. I will inspire you to turn pain, discomfort, disappointment, or setbacks into something positive that works for you. So if you're ready to change your life in meaningful and purposeful ways, get your copy of this book today and let the transformation begin. That concludes today's episode. And if you want to hear more from me, follow me on my Instagram page, which is at B-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. It's V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. You can also follow me on Facebook as well at V-I-C-T-O-W-O-L-A-B-I. We also have another podcast called the Academy Podcast that gives you tools and resources to turn vague dreams into blissful realities. You'll find the link to that in our show notes as well. Thank you so much for listening. Feel free to slide in my DMs and say hello. God bless you.